Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce. Joyce, we're going out to look at the guests. I don't know. Be our guest. Be our guest would have been good. Yeah, that, uh, that was bad. You want to do a take two? No, we're fine. We already started. Uh, that's Beauty and the Beast, right? Not not Little Mermaid. No, I, uh, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite uh, Disney movie. Like the uh, old animation. Of the old Disney ones? I think mine would yeah. be Aladdin, probably. I always loved Aladdin. Interesting. Yeah. I but, like uh, Aladdin. Just the Beauty. Disney Renaissance era was great. You excited for a Little Mermaid uh, live action? Um, I have not seen any of the quote unquote live action Disney remakes, so... Uh, you're, yeah, looking forward to that. <laughs> is uh, is your daughter excited? No, <laughs> she was not, honestly. And I wasn't excited when I saw that it's two hours and fifteen minutes, reportedly. So, uh, you could see one Little Mermaid in the time it probably takes to see two Mario's, which I've seen now twice in the theater. Amazing! I still haven't seen. I'm very excited. I might see it this weekend, so we'll see. Uh, just we're not talking about animated movies that we are talking about guest categories we haven't done this yet they're all uh, you can predict them all it's like uh pokemon collect them all right yeah did you, so did you pokemon cards my brother did not. i my definitely brother, did not i'm way too like, old huge ass binder yeah pokemon cards yeah. I, I didn't i did baseball cards i'm a little old for pokemon cards i think it was just right after my my uh would have been i had a lot of um nba cards so oh nice yeah, I did baseball. I didn't do a lot of NBA. Maybe I should have. Yeah, I have like just a lot of Knicks uh, and Bulls just because, you know, MJ. So air. I mean, let's go air. Want to talk about air? No, we can't talk about air. We're talking about guest categories. Uh, we're going to start with comedy joints and drama. What do you think of the guest categories overall this year before we go in? What, what is your take? Overall? Yeah. Anything Anything exciting about this for you? No, I don't really like the guest is like they the guest categories um can be interesting but they're usually not this is not a a statement on the people or the contenders but just the way the voters are because they're so lazy right so i guess one of the things this year too i was thinking of is when i was making my picks is it feels like at least last year we had like a lot of it was like a couple of obvious squid game people a bunch of succession people and this year not as obvious it seems to me based on what we've seen so far um, well, we still have a lot of succession people. Um, there, uh, last year there were a lot of hacks ladies. So sure. no hacks ladies this time. Um, I think the most interesting thing about last year was, um, in general, they just went completely off of SNL. Yes. So it went from, I think, 21 nominations in 2021 to just nine last year. It did not get into comedy guest actress. It just got one guest uh, nomination for Gerard Carmichael, right? Who did not win. So, uh, what if like I don't know like was that just an off year for them? Will they rebound? Because I think it was like what two three years ago they got six <laughs> guest nominations, um, or yeah, like they could, they could be off of it completely. Like they're just over it. So. I'm not the biggest SNL expert anymore, Joyce. I don't really watch as much, but I will say we both were hot last year. Or, or on the, we were on the bleeding edge of knowing that it was not going to perform well because it just seemed like the season was not as pretty well received as ones in the past. No, and then um, I, I never really like over predicted anyway. 
Um, right. I feel like there's a lot of times there's very popular picks like for the hosts um just because like these people are oscar nominees slash winners who you know snl is a pit stop now mm-hmm. oscar season so i feel like those are very popular predictions and they just don't pan out so um but we don't really have like i don't think any of those people are in the top six in either category no but i will say like well actually uh there's one in the one actress in the top six is uh quinta brunson right for yeah her. but she wasn't i mean like like oscar people oh i see i see i see what yeah. you mean i will say like based on again haven't really watched it a lot i've seen some clips from this year obviously uh but i read a lot about it and a lot of the uh recappers and stuff seem pretty excited about this season it seems like this has been like a renaissance season compared to the previous season um okay i I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I, I I don't watch it. No, so. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I think I think it has been a better show. Like last year, obviously, there was a lot of growing pains because the cast like kind of really had a lot of changes, and they're coming off like you know a bunch of politics and out of the COVID COVID shows that they had to do. And this year, maybe a little, a little more set, a little more consistent, and been funny. Whether that means people are going to go back to it, like you said, I have no idea. Maybe yeah. I feel like it it could be consistent like quality wise but i feel like it's not conversationally loud that's the thing not not making a lot of noise in the culture choice. yeah like, like i feel like i don't see a lot of viral sketches no so 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 speaking of I, that all being said i actually have an snl winner in this guest comedy actress category because i have quinta brunson in first in my in my picks uh, and the other nominees I have would be Taraji P. Henson, who's first in the odds for Abbott Elementary. Uh, I thought she was okay. And I was a little, maybe, maybe that was overhyped or underwhelmed, one or the other. But uh, I have her in second on name recognition. Then I have Judith Light, Sarah Niles for Ted Lasso. Judith Light was for Poker Face. Shirley MacLaine for Only Murders. And Cherry Jones for Poker Face as well. So I have two Poker Faces going deep on, on the Peacock, Joyce. Um... I have Taraji, Harriet Walter for Ted Lasso, Quinta, Cherry Jones, Shirley MacLaine, and Sarah Niles as well. Um, I put Taraji in first just so I can move on to the next category. Right. <laughs> you know how that happens. It's yeah, like, I don't sure. want to think about it right now. Sure. Like she'll like probably get nominated. I'll just put her in there for now. Um, and I did this also before I watched episode last week sure and then i i I feel the same way about um the episode uh as you do or like her performance uh specifically like i think she was good i think she she did what she was asked um but you mentioned this in our column last week like you compared her to kind of uh leslie odom jr's stint Mm -hmm. he was in multiple episodes this season but it, it it was it's the same vibe it's like i wanted more from you and I know you could give me more. And I don't really know if that's um, an issue with, I, d- I don't think it's an issue with them specifically. I think it's just kind of like the writing, um, especially with Leslie's arc. It's like, they just brought it back just to finish it in like two seconds. And tell me if you get this sense from watching it. I have not watched the finale of Abbott yet. I think you did, but. I did, yes. It's My it's overall tonight, sense. Wednesday, yeah. Right. It, we're recording some Wednesday. It air, airs tonight. Uh, my overall sense is just that this is maybe completely off base, but when I look at like some of the other people who have been guest stars from Abbott, like Lauren Weedman, who plays uh, Lisa Ann Walters, sister, right. Or, um, June Diane Raphael, who was like a report. What was that? She was like a reporter from the, she uh, was, she was the educator of the year person. She was hilarious. Yeah. So like, right. And I'm like, all of those, like, I feel like a lot of these, the lesser, not, I don't mean this as an insult, like the, like Leslie Odom Jr. and Oscar nominee and like Trajan P. Henson and Oscar, like they're like A-list people, right? So a lot of the non-A-list people they're bringing in, the material is actually, it seems like they're maybe writing not better, but just like it's more specific than what they're instead of being like Taraji's going to show up and just be great because right. she's Taraji yeah. and she is great, but there's not a lot like you're saying the writing is maybe not as strong as some of these other supporting or guest actor or actress roles who are played by, you know, not Oscar nominees, basically. Yeah. And I was actually, as I was reading this before, I was actually thinking of putting Lauren Wheatman in because I feel like actors like the show right it did really well acting wise last year 
Um, and I feel like she could kind of be a Jane Adams type of nomination, you know, yeah, like a relative of someone in the main cast who pops in every now and then, and it's kind of chaotic. <laughs> so maybe I'll put her in, but who who should I take out? And could be a coattail for what we imagine it will be a nominee for Lee Sam Walter, who has been so good this season and like yeah. seems like ready to be ascended into I an know. Emmy nomination. I also. Um, I don't have Io Edabiri in here, who uh, was great in her episode. Yeah, I thought she was awesome, too. I actually put her ahead of Leslie and Taraji, and like the, the rank, if I was ranking the Abbott guests. Yeah. I would, uh, the other person, I so you have Harry Walter, and I don't think she's even, she's not seemingly been on Ted Lasso yet, but I imagine she will be. Maybe she was on a phone call, I think, earlier in the season. So um, she was the nominee last year. Yeah, she could do. She could get the same nominations this year as she did last year with this and Succession. So maybe hmm, who should I who should I drop? <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna put her in, I would I would I would drop Harry Walter because I just think I have Sarah Niles in. I think she's been in it more. And like, I mean, Harry Walter could be in it. Obviously, we're only up to episode six of Ted Lasso. There's six more. But for um, or or I could just go off of Poker Face. We don't know how they're gonna react to Poker Face, and they have so many guest stars. I don't know how they're well, going to react. If, what if what if I get rid of Quinta for SNL? I mean, I have her winning. That would be crazy. She was like I, that one. I think. Well, that's that's her. just you. You like it doesn't mean she'll win. <laughs> it doesn't mean she'll win, but she's second in the odds. I don't know. I thought that was like a that felt like it did break through, and people like really loved her on it. And it does feel like she could get it in. But we've seen like, I think last year, like we, you were saying, like Jason Sudeikis was like an obvious nominee, right, for the in this category because he was going to get a Best Actor nominee. And also guest, and then he didn't get the guest actor nominee. So, I mean, it's possible she wouldn't get in at all. Um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna drop Quinta. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And now I feel like a dick, but I'm gonna keep her. Why? You don't need to do anything. I'm not. Um, where is Lauren Weeman? Oh my gosh, she's so far down. Way at the bottom. Hundred to one odds. Hundred to one. Putting her in. (laughs) Um, you know what? I'll I'll move her up to third wow this means nothing i don't know what i'm doing here <laughs> uh so we move on to guest comedy act guest actor in a comedy comedy guest actor take two uh here this one feels a little more a little uh more stable i would say i think like we just said in guest actors there's a lot of places you could go here it feels not as many places so this is what i have uh, Nathan Lane for Only Murders, Steve Martin and Martin Short for SNL, Luke Kirby for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I do have Adrian Brody for Poker Face, my beloved Adrian Brody. I have John Bernthal for The Bear and Pedro Pascal for SNL. So I have three SNL nominees then after just saying uh, they don't like it as much. But overall, I have three here. Um, I have Nathan, Steve and Marty, Luke Kirby, Leslie Odom Jr., <laughs> Adrian Brody and Nick Nolte for Poker Face. So I have double Poker Face. Wow. So Leslie Odom is six in the odds. I went with Bernthal because like he's so good on that. He's so good in the bear. And like his episode is like kind of weave through the whole show, I feel like. He's the part as like the older brother and then also has like the last moment of the show. Just a great performance. Not comedic at all, like truly. So like whatever but i just think he's like great and i just put him in and then i have pascal because again that was another one that i felt like went a little viral uh for snl um yeah i did watch their uh gritty mario trailer and he had I the fan like, cue stuff too. yeah that, that's like one of like the few sketches i've seen this season um mm-hmm. i just went kind of by uh last year and them only having one snl nominee so i was like i'll just do the martins sure do you do you think so you don't have any i I actually thought of putting two bears in because i also thought oliver platt could get in i thought about bernthal and then i don't know i just didn't do it um it i i don't even know remember how i landed on um the poker face people you have Nick Nolte and Brody? Yeah. Like, they're both good in it. But then I'm just banking on them paying attention to the show. And then picking them out out of a bunch of people 
who could also get in for the show. <laughs> so my take would be this. I think if people have watched the show, if the voters had watched the show, I think Brody is like an automatic slam dunk nominee. Mm. He's so good. And uh, nominee last year, right, for Succession also. So like they are familiar with him in the category of a guest star role. And he's great. Nick Nolte. And I think the only other guest actor who I would probably suggest would have been like Laurel Howery, who's awesome on his episode too. Uh, but I think Nolte's like a strong bet, but I'm just not sure if they're actually watching it or will they have watched it? Um, I think it's more watched than their former show, Girls 5 Eva. Yes. So, yeah, but, and then now we also have the restricted ballot, so they can't just list, you know, 23 people here. Like, you presume they'll be more picky, but then also, like, how many people do you think will actually fill out however many slots there are in each category? Like, let's say there are six in here. Like, some people might just list three people out of six. And it's like, I'm moving on because I don't, right. I can't remember any other guest stars I like or I don't like any other guest stars. Let me ask you this. Any other opportunities for uh, either any other Abbott people like Larry Owens or Zach Fox or Mark Ruffalo for She-Hulk or... <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt for Poker Face. I don't know. I'm like you love JGL like, and Poker Face. What's that? You love JGL. I do, but I'm like I don't think he'll get nominated. I think a lot of the Maisel people who are listed on us of the of having watched the season, the only person who really has a significant arc in their episode is Hank Azaria. He's very good. He plays like a Danny Danny K type uh, performer. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what there seems like. There's a lot of possibilities in this category. Um, yeah, and, and they could easily, um, go back on SNL because there are a lot of SNL guys here too. Like Dave Chappelle could just win again. <laughs> so we didn't mention Dave Chappelle. He's obviously like in contention for nominee. He's seventh in the odds. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was a host. Austin Butler memorably hosted, uh, Cecily Strong's last episode. So that mm -hmm. might Christmas give him like episode, a yeah. leg up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is a, like a tough category. And then I was, we didn't talk about this with the guest actress too, but like Catherine Zeta-Jones or Luis Guzman for Wednesday or would be nominees in these categories. I don't think they're going to go super, super gaga for, for Wednesday, but it's not impossible to imagine, I guess, that they would get in. No. Um, no and I did enjoy it. them on the show. Right. And we know they've seen yeah. it. Yeah, we <laughs> know they've seen it. I don't, it's, it's weird because I feel like the show is so distant I guess maybe because it was also almost six months ago. <laughs> um, even though it's, you know, because of Jenna Ortega, like you still hear about it constantly. But I think like the show itself is, it feels kind of far because she is the face of it, really. Right. Um, so yeah, I I don't know about acting for Wednesday outside of her. Maybe maybe Gwendolyn Christie <laughs> supporting actress. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have any of them in, but I just was like, I they're big enough. I guess the thing is like they're big enough names that you yeah, they like, like they they like name checks in here. Right. And they're it's not, like that's a popular show. Attention. And it's yeah. a hugely popular show. So I'm like, that's why I could see it getting in. I don't know. But I, and I, it seems like this one a lot more set on the winner. Nathan Lane feels like he would repeat, right? To repeat, I think he could easily repeat. Yeah. Um so he he was in season two less than I think he was only in three episodes in season two. Um, but his last one was really good because that's when um, Oliver attacks him in the elevator. And then they have that heart to heart at the end talking about fathers and sons and they mm -hmm. decide to not tell Will about his paternity. Yes. Yeah. So it's a nice moment. I will um, say like, you're right. I think he's in it less, but I do think the, the stuff is more impactful maybe i don't know yeah he, yeah it's so like, like it's i think it's it's just as impactful as the stuff he did in boy from 6b his winning yeah. tape last year yeah um but and like the themes are identical really because it's just like a dad protecting mm -hmm. their kid so yeah um i think i think he'll yeah win. and then you know maybe now that you, you know because he had never won a primetime i mean until last year so maybe now like the dam is open they'll just go back to him again like kind of like my rudolph remember right he won four Emmys in two years. <laughs> I think I think that could happen here. Um, 
for drama guest actress choice, uh, here's what I got. Sherry Jones for Succession. Nan Pierce for the win. I have Melanie Linsky for The Last of Us. Harriet Walter for Succession. Still hasn't shown up, but I can't wait until she does. Uh, I have uh, Himan Abbas for Succession because Marsha just just destroyed in her appearance uh, this week or last week. And I loved her so much. I have Storm Reed for The Last of Us and Fiona Shaw for Andor. Um, I have Cherry Harriet Anna Torv for The Last of Us. Um, I did have Hope Davis nominee last year for Succession, but after Honeymoon States, I'm like, yeah, i best all the way. <laughs> Just so good. I had the same thing. I took out Hope Davis for her mom. I, I had um, And then Fiona Shaw and a uh, former guest drama actress winner for reading a speech, Claire Foy, The Crown. So no Storm Reed. No, I only did Anna Torv for The Last of Us. So I almost put Anna Torv in over Fiona Shaw also, because I think The Last of Us could get three here. I thought Storm Reed was, it will get in because her episode is so emotional. Like that's like a really, it's like yeah. the, it, it's basically for for uh, Bella Ramsey's character. It's like the uh, Murray Bartlett, Nick Offerman episode, like inversed a little. Uh, and I just thought she was great in it. So I, I have her in and Fiona Shaw, but I thought Anna Torv and I definitely thought Claire Foy too. Cause like, why not? I mean, she's like. <laughs> Claire Foy, like I, the, the last spot I was like, I could do, you know, Storm Reed, you know, or someone or Melanie Linsky. But I'm like, you know what? I could see them just checking off Claire Foy. <laughs> I mean, why not, right? Uh, Vanessa... I also want. I, I almost wanted to do, to do Betsy Brand too for Better Call Saul, who was amazing in the finale. And so she's up very high too for Breaking Bad. Yeah. So she's up pretty high too. I almost wouldn't put her in over Fiona Shaw. I'm just not convinced they're going to watch Andor and care that much about it. I think they like Andor. I just don't know. Um, if it'll get acting nominations what was your favorite marshall line this last week um oh my gosh they're well obviously the the taxi to the subway is queen shit iconic to go like, to, back to her little apartment we're gonna get her a taxi um, to take her to the subway but i also love the exchange between her and willa uh when she's like look at you and then willa was just Look at both of us. Just incredible. I love her. She, she has intimate conversations, Joyce, with Logan every night. Yeah, for the the past about what, like seven weeks? Every night. Yeah. Every uh, night. Incredible. So she got she, there as soon as she heard. And she, she wasn't shopping in Milan forever. <laughs> she made she made sixty-three million dollars upon walking in the door by just selling uh the apartment to Connor. I love that she said between um sixty and 70 millions, plural, and then the spit shake. Great. I, I loved having her back. It's so great. They all hate her so much, and she's so good. I love her. Uh, I can't imagine she's going to be in it very much uh, going forward, but who knows? We'll have to have Logan's funeral, I'd imagine, right? Like, you know, maybe the next, not this week, maybe next week, be Logan's funeral, I guess. Um. Yeah, I could see her coming back for, like, maybe one episode. Right. Uh, so. Can't wait. But I, I hope she gets in. And, and Hope Davis... Uh, got in last year, right? And like, it's been totally fine this year. I, I could easily see her getting in again because I'm sure she'll be in it more too as we go forward, at least maybe one more time. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, a lot, all of her stuff so far has really been with Aria Moya, like just a Sandy and Stewie double teaming the kids. So uh, yeah, I could see her getting in again if you're like voting for Stewie or Arian. So I, I am. That's why I thought maybe she would get in. I guess the difference I thought, the reason I kind of took her out so far, it's tough making these picks, especially for the guests when you don't have the full season like in your mind. But I was like, last year, she had a lot of stuff with Sarah, Snook, and Shiv. The well, character. yeah, they had a whole conversation in Retired Janitors of Idaho. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this year, she's really not had that opportunity. Whereas Arian Moyed has got an amazing scene with Jeremy already, like in the in his pocket, right? So it's like, it just feels like he, like, with the guest stars, I do think it's, like, valuable to have that time in real estate. It is, like, but also it doesn't, because, you know, Margot Martindale won for drinking coffee, so. Right, but it's Margot Martindale. I don't know, I guess, I just, I don't know, I don't think Hope Davis, I think Hope Davis needs, like, a scene with Sarah, maybe, before the season's out, to, like, solidify her spot. 
but I don't know if like if if the show because like they obviously love the show it got 14 acting nominations last year and now with it being the final season like how hard are they going to go for it I don't know especially because I think it's more I actually think it's more competitive this year than it was last year you mean acting wise I think acting wise there's more options in these categories than there was last year because you have last of us has like the last of us is like a yeah because it's like it's like a version it's like a a poker face with like yes every episode but a show that people have actually seen and will likely get a lot of nominations compared to poker face um speaking of last of us guest actor joyce so i have nick offerman for the last of us and murray bartlett for the last of us and i have nick offerman winning then i have brian cranston for better call saul arian moyed for succession aaron paul for better call saul and andy circus for andor leaving out james cromwell uh for succession and potentially alexander skarsgård who's not a guest just yet but probably will be well he is currently a guest he might not be a guest by <laughs> may 28th so um I have Murray, Nick, Brian Cranston, James Cromwell, Aria Moriad, and John Grease for the White Lotus. Thought of him too. Would be great. Maybe I'll take out Circus and put him in right now. I'm just not convinced they're gonna like Andor that much. I also thought of Lamar Johnson for The Last of Us because his episode was incredible and like such a great performance, but doesn't have any name recognition and not that John Grease is like a household name, but I feel like he does actually have some name recognition and obviously was part of the first season. So people remember him. Um, I also feel like he could benefit from like being with Jennifer. Exactly. Coolidge, um, like a coattail mm-hmm. uh, nominee, kind of like uh, Natasha Rothwell last year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know, or maybe like White Lotus just won't get any, guest it doesn't really have any other guest options it's like basically the ensemble um so you have Cromwell in right yeah I just put him in there he hasn't been in the show yet assuming we're just going to see him and he'll just be great and not show up for the week so I wonder so I want to ask you this how much do you think they cut out of that episode do you think Justin Kirk was supposed to be in that episode no not even from the trailer when he's like meeting. It felt like no, that. because that that scene from the trailer is in a hotel room. No, it's not. It's in the house. There's one where he. It's comes not in the he... house. No, because you could see like um, um, a room service tray in the background. Like I think that scene is from election night, and they're watching for the returns because the dialogue between him and Roman is like him being like if I lose, I still want it framed as a victory. So I think the returns aren't looking good for him. I'm talking about, there's a scene where he actually meets Connor and he's like, Connor's like, he's at, he's like cajoling Connor to drop out. And it feels like that should have been in this episode. Like there's a scene where he was meeting Connor and like they shake hands. I'm going to open up the trailer here and see if I can find it. I'll mute, I'll mute, I'll mute. Hang on. <laughs> it's from like one of the early trailers, which had a lot of like alternate takes. Let's see. I mean, they always have like different coverage. They do great coverage. I love that so much. I mean, we missed like a, we missed a great, you know, the naysayers line is not in the show. That was from this episode, not in it. Yeah. There's also in the- Like, I mean, like infamously in season three of Kendall walking into the office and saying revolution will be televised. Not in it. I mean, they just, they just do, you know, they, they do multiple takes and they improv. Yeah, the the trail the shot the shot of Connor. I'll send this to you here. The shot of Justin Kirk in uh in this trailer at one oh four is definitely from the funeral. It looks like so he would have been in it, and they mentioned him, so I'm not surprised. You can look at this later; it doesn't matter. They, I mean, like they could he could still ask him to drop out before. Right, I'm just saying, like this. I feel like he was probably in that episode. They cut him out for time, and I wonder, like. Not that it matters, but I'm just like, I really want him to show up, Justin Kirk. And it would be great if he gets I mean, in. like, he will be, like, we know he's in the show. So, right. I mean, the thing is, like, I never expecting him to show up, even though they had the Secret Service dogs in there. Right. Just because it, it it just felt like, you know, like a, a flex for him to show up. And then obviously as part of his campaign. Right. You don't really need it. I, mean, I, like, I didn't expect him to be in the episode at all. 
but he was in the trailer. I did because he was in the trailer. But anyway, I'm just like, I guess eventually he'll show up. And it would be great. To- we wanted him nominated last year. Uh, he should have been nominated last year. And I'll be very excited to see how he shows up. And like, maybe he'll get nominated this year. Like, that's the thing. Like a lot of the, like Succession could have like, four or five four guys in here it could be like murray bartlett and nick offerman and then like four succession people basically well yeah that's what i'm saying like they already exploded last year in acting right and it's the last season right and then it's still even with just six slots they could fill out more than half of those slots of people from succession right and then not even think about any other show what if colin gets in I wish. Oh my gosh. Look at his jeans. He doesn't know what to do with his arms. We learned so much about so many people this episode. Um, Shiv is with child. Colin is has a child. Um, Stewie has a 95-year-old dad who just started suing the neighbor. Hugo has a daughter who does insider trading. Incredible. Um, Carl has a brother-in-law with whom he's going halfsies on a Greek in, island. island. <laughs> Remarkable. It was the most Carl episode to the point where I was like, Carl, oh my God, David Rashi, nominate him. David Rashi, nominate him. Honestly, yes. He's so good. <laughs> I was like, he read Tom to filth, even though we knew that scene was coming. I was like, that was just incredible. Uh, and then the scene in the library between him and Frank going over the paper. And then he's like, I'm kidding. And Frank is like, you're speculating in a comic mode. In a humorous vein, Joyce. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I honestly thought of him, Dave Rashi, certainly can get nominated, even though we're not doing supporting actor. And I was like, Peter Friedman is great on Mrs. Maisel. He's like in like enough episodes. Like I'm not, he's not getting nominated for Mrs. Maisel, but I was like, does he have enough juice from like Mrs. Maisel and Succession to sneak into supporting actor? Well, also succession? Justine Loop. I was like, I would nominate Justine Loop in supporting. <laughs> I'm like, maybe these people will get in. Um, but for now, we're not talking about that guy. So. Do you have both Better Call Saul boys? You have Ryan and Aaron no, Paul? No, I just have Ryan. Okay. I, I could drop Aaron Paul also, but I'm not going to for now. I guess I'll see what Cromwell does. I just don't have Cromwell in because I'm just like, I mean, that's, that's stupid. He should just get in, right? Because like he'll get, he got in last year. I feel like they just do that with him. He'll just get in. Like, why bother? Okay. Goodbye. Aaron Paul, I salute I you. I mean, they didn't even nominate Aaron for El Camino. So he's out. It's out. Um, it's out. Uh, None of the Mandalorian guys. Christopher Lloyd is a goofy one-off. Jack Black, John Carlos Vizito. Probably not. Um. No, I don't know how Mando will do this season. Doesn't seem like it'll do. <laughs> it just well. ended today. The season. Not a lot of. Not a lot of. Not a lot of excitement in the Star Wars community, Joyce, for that one. It's kind of well. Um. What do you want to call it? An uneven season. It just, you know what it actually feels like to me is like a lot like a continuation of the book of Boba Fett, which had a pretty divisive response, was kind of like all over the place. And the best episodes of that show were of a different show because it was the Mandalorian season 2A, basically, or, you know, 3 three minus, whatever you want to call it. And then this season of Mandalorian has been like not a lot of Mandalorian. It's more setting up like other shows and the potential movie and like. Yeah, Mando's not in his life, so I don't know. I don't know if it's his, it was what it was not necessarily what people wanted. Let's put it that way. Um, no, but that's why I also think Andor is stronger, not just yeah. because of its skill performance over the winter. Um, so yeah, I think that is the preferred Star Wars series yeah. of the season. So, but again, I don't know how I'll do in acting. I guess it could kind of be like Mando season one in acting. Like it doesn't get in for its lead, but it could get a guest nomination. Like Giancarlo got in um, for Mando in guest. Mm-hmm. So I guess like Andy Circus can do it. And obviously Fiona too. Um, yeah, but um, I don't know who else is there. I mean, not much. Any any of the crown men? No. Uh, Timothy Dalton actually was pretty good in his episode, you know, as a guest. Uh, but I, I'm just off the crown. I don't think they're going to be on the crown for this season. So. Um, yeah. 
that, that's the guest category choice. We're all done then. This is great. No, we're not done, but that's it. Um, it sounded like you had Murray Bartlett winning instead of Nick Offerman. I do. Yes. Tell me why. Um, because he is, he's a winner already. Okay. And I think they could also just be lazy and just go with him. So, or neither of them could win. And then Brian Cranston will win Better Call Saul's only Emmy ever for playing Walter White for a fifth time. (laughs) I mean, wouldn't put it past them. They totally do it. He could be the clairvoy of this category. <laughs> <laughs> Very easily could see it. Um, I did think about other uh, BCS people, not Aaron Paul, like Tony Dalton. Okay. But I didn't do it. I just, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess if Ace Scars is eligible, I guess I would just drop John Grease and put him in there. Yeah, I'm like, I would definitely put Ace Guards in if he was eligible here. Like, he already, in his one scene with Kendall on the phone, is like, uh, should get in. And he has so many different outfits just next week alone. I'm so excited. Like, those turtleneck sweaters, the hoodie on the hill. I'm hoping that stays in. That windbreaker. I'm, so, I'm so reticent about what they show in the trailers and what they cut out that I'm just like, oh man. Hopefully they don't I mean, cut there are out. some scenes you can... I mean, if you're talking about specific lines, like I'm not surprised some lines are cut, you know, like revolution will be televised, but some specific scenes, like you you can tell like they're going to be in the episode, like some version of it. Right. Like the the mountain confrontation with- That Roman. better be in it. Yeah, that was great. That Like, like I the can't sexual wait. tension alone. Get Roman, get Roman and Emmy. Uh, well, here, um, do you have Ace Guards in supporting? No, I actually took him out I took him out today and I put in, let me see. I just did this. I can't believe I can't remember, but let me go over there and look. So I, I actually had Nicholas Braun out and I put him back in. So I have uh, for uh, Ace Cars. I took Braun out for Ace Cars. Then I put Ace, Ace Braun back in for Ace Cars. Because I have uh, Kieran, Matthew McFadden, Giancarlo Esposito, F. Murray Abraham, Tom Hollander, Alan Ruck, Elijah Wood, and Nicholas Braun. Oh, you put Elijah in. I think he's great on this season. He's so fun. It's like a great match with him and Christina Ricci. He's so good. Well, it's the Ice Storm reunion. So. I know. It's so good. Though. <laughs> he's like really good. I, I love him on this season. Um, wait, so why did you swap them? Why did I? Because I don't think Alexander Skarsgård is going to be eligible here. So I just like rather than even having him in, I'll just put Braun in. I mean, I don't like they've just totally turned on Greg on the show. It's one of the things I love about the show is that uh, anytime... I, and I got to think Jesse Armstrong does this intentionally is anytime a character seemingly has the public opinion on their side in the viewership, he'll immediately turn them into the biggest asshole. He did that with Roman at Kendall's birthday. It felt like we were on a real Roman upswing. And then Roman is like the biggest dick of all time at that birthday party. He's and everybody's like thing. mad. And then the same with Nick Braun uh, with uh, Greg. People loved Greg last season. Now they're like, man, Greg Well, sucks. they've always loved Greg. But the thing is, it's like this like the way he behaved in this episode specifically also makes sense. Like both him and Tom, because like now that Logan's dead, they're the most vulnerable to be cut off. It, it, it like they have to re-ingratiate themselves and curry favor with everyone. You know, Tom is here to serve. It makes complete sense. But I'm just saying, like, I just find it funny that he's turned Greg, like Greg sucks. Like he was like a real dick in this episode. And like, I just think that's funny. So I put him back in. I put him back in for a long for, for his, uh, incredibly heartless response to uh to carry uh what was he so saying distasteful. Like, <laughs> so distasteful don't look away look away <laughs> i love when he um first comes in and he talks to marcia and then uh willa and connor come in and then he's like marcia will catch up later and she's like huh sure <laughs> i also loved uh my guys my lovely guys to kendall and uh, roman you know they're not playing shoots and ladders they're not his mommy. <laughs> Why did so. no mommy? Um, you know who which guest star should also be nominated? Steven Root. Steven Root was good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Just Steven mm-hmm. Root night on HBO on Sunday. And he could be in more too. I'm sure he'll be in an election episode, it seems. Um, maybe I mean he was only in one episode last season. Last season he delivered one of my favorite lines when he was talking to Willa about Sands, and he was like, How do you make up stuff that is not there? <laughs> so we, I, I get the sense, tell me, you talked about this and I think you're right. 
but I was listening to other succession stuff. And it, it's clear every episode takes place over the course of a single day. But I don't know if it's actually 10 days in a row. We talked about this last week. So right now it's been three consecutive days. So this episode was on a Saturday because they were talking about the markets opening on Monday. And the, so the wedding was on a Friday because uh, the stocks went down. So it was a Friday afternoon, like right before the markets closed. Um, yeah, so right now we're on a Saturday and then next week we're in Norway. And that's like the retreat, he said, was the next day. So I'm assuming they just took a red eye <laughs> right. to Norway. So then it'll be Sunday this coming. So it could be 10 days in a row. And they did say the election was 10 days out in the beginning. Yeah, he said like Jared can, could be president this time next week, Roman. Right. So. so maybe it is 10 consecutive days. Uh, pretty nuts. Um, anything else, Joyce, on these guest categories? Um, because I could do some emails. I, I don't know. Sure, you do emails. I'm not, not nothing else to say. <laughs> you can email us at slugfest at goldderby.com. Uh, this one is from uh, Uri, a longtime listener, first time asking a question. I really enjoy listening to you. And for my money, you have really good taste in art and a sane approach to the awards game. Thank you, Uri. Uh, he, first, I agree with your column that Quinta Brunson does feel like a sure thing, but she may be the weakest performer in otherwise excellent ensemble. And then Rachel Brosnan could easily repeat. We talked about uh, comedy actress and actor uh, this past week in our column, Joyce, in, in honor of Barry and Mrs. Maisel. Our um, departing shows. Yes. So here is Uri's question. Uh, in a perfect world, what would be your winner in the comedy category for actress? Um, I don't know. I you... <laughs> mine would be Rachel Brosnahan and I actually almost put her in first today. I just love her on the season. I think she's so good. And we're rewatching uh, the whole show just like in the background and stuff. And uh, she's great. It's a great performance. And I think she really, I think if yes, they're back on the show, she could win. Yeah, she um, has never been bad. That sounds like a weird thing to say, but. Well, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. And I think she would have been a repeat winner had she not had other circumstances against her. I'd like Fleabag not blown up. And then Catherine O'Hara not like steamrolled and then Gene Smart kind of ascend. Like it's just she had the bad timing to not win consecutive Emmys because she really could have won twice for her amazing. Yeah. And then she she was winning things like she had not lost anything until the Fleabag Emmy of like major awards. Yes. So um, I don't know. I didn't I haven't really thought about my personal winner in this category this year. Sometimes I have categories where I like a lot of things, but I don't have a personal favorite. So I'm I'm not I'm not someone who makes like my dream winner or ballot sure. something. So um and I haven't watched the grade yet, so I I don't know. Um, but Elle Fanning is great on the grade. And I'm just like looking at like people now <laughs> in here. Um, I mean, I, I might, I might do actually Linda Cardellini. Nice. I know you love, I was going to say you're going to pick a dead to me person. I thought if you're going to, do a preference yeah um and i'll just pick her because i feel like you know she's kind of been forgotten right. in this final run um and she was excellent so uh or, or he had a second part here he wanted for the drama categories these are my this is his toughest because my two favorites are succession and better call saul and i'm bringing, bringing this part up because in my, we didn't even talk about this possibility, but he writes, in my dreams, it would go guest actor and actress to the Roy parents. So we didn't even talk about the potential of Brian Cox as best guest actor. Uh, I mean, we kind of did last week. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen because I just don't think he will even consider running in the guest actor category. Like, I don't think he cares about awards at all. So I think this is like a, 
um, a strategy sesh between HBO people and maybe his reps. I don't think he cares, but I think if you were like Brian Cox, you're a guest star on Succession, he would be like, fuck off. I'm the lead. He's the lead of the whole show. He's Logan Roy. He's not. He is, but like, I, like, I don't think he cares. Like I, he'll like, he might say fuck off, but I don't think he cares at all. And I mean, who knows? Like there could be fine print in his contract saying that he can't be run in anything other than a regular acting category. So they could run him in supporting. I don't know. I mean, um, it'd be interesting to see. I think he'll stay in lead. And I actually think he could even win in lead, but I don't think he will. I think Jeremy will win in lead now, <laughs> but I guess we'll see. Um, anyway, sorry for the long email. I would have written comedy ones, but it would have been long. He likes Barry and Maisel. Thanks, Uri. Thanks for writing, Uri. That was great. Uh, another yes, great e- taste, Uri. Uri's got good taste. Uh, another email here is from Riley, who emailed last week, I believe, about the restricted ballot. He writes, thanks for answering my question regarding how the restricted ballot will impact supporting actor in a drama series. Uh, My actual question this week is in regards to lead actor in a drama series category. Joyce, this is now one of two emails I'll tell you up front that we've gotten here about the boys. Here, uh, Riley writes, what would you you say are the chances of someone like Anthony Starr making it in here? Now, I'm not confident enough to put him in my predictions yet especially after season three of the boys underperformed at the winter awards. But I think the restricted ballot will likely lead to a lot more passion picks getting nominated than we've seen in recent years. And there seems to be more passion for stars performance specifically than for people like Patty Considine or Diego Luna. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And if you think there's a world where this is possible. Now I have both of those guys. And I think I definitely have Patty Considine and, and I kind of agree. Uh, not the most amount of passion probably for these picks, but I didn't think of Anthony Starr. Um, I feel like maybe I, I, I think like the boys and like his performance do have passion, but I don't know if it's, um, enough to get it in. Um, and I feel like the, the kind of like hype for it has maybe dissipated. Right. I, so. I think that's, that's pretty fair. I would say. You know, uh, like maybe if um, we had the restricted ballot two years ago for season two. Right. Um, then uh, that time machine. And that was also like an, um, you know, a, a much more open race that year because of COVID delays and everything. Right. So, but yeah, like season three aired last summer um, and it was okay. It was, I think it was good, you know, um, and then, like you said, it kind of underperformed in the winter. So, I, I mean, sometimes after a certain point um, with older shows, I know three is not super old, but it's just like you can just see their chances dwindle. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, it's just not going to happen. And sometimes, you know, like the the rare ones, like the Americans or like Shit's Creek, like, the voters eventually catch up to it way later and they get in and they actually end up winning some awards or sweeping, but that doesn't happen often. And um, I'm, I'm sure like he'll have a lot of passion votes, but I don't know. I think like he, he would have probably gotten in two years ago, but I don't know about now. I don't like, where is he in the odds? (laughs) Not great. I don't think, uh, let's see. (laughs) He's a hundred to one, looks like. But ahead yeah, of Brian Cranston. I remember I him being a um, pretty popular pick two years ago for right actor. I think I had him in maybe two years ago. I definitely had him in at one point. Uh, not not now though. Sorry, sorry to that man, Joyce. Yeah. Um, huh. I don't know what's what's the other boys question. So this is from uh, Duncan uh, with someone like Anthony Starr who picks up buzz and acclaim for each new season of the boys, but never quite breaks through. How do you think his chances would have differed if he was competing as a supporting actor rather than a lead? Um, Well, it's a larger field. So math wise, he'll, he would have a better shot of getting in. Right. And I think, 
it's easier to imagine that kind of show getting a lone nomination as a supporting than a lead to me, but I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know if the same kind of buzz is there for this season. It, it just doesn't seem like it is. I think yeah. a lot of this does deal with buzz. I'm, I'm going to stick on uh, Duncan's email address because he has another question here about the bear. Uh, a couple of hypotheticals he offers. It feels like everyone is talking who talks about the bear acknowledges it's not even slightly a comedy and is just there. Just there. <laughs> for an easier awards path is what it was Duncan speculates. I think it kind of is there because it's a 30 minute show and traditionally people have thought of those shows as comedies like girls. But uh, since the Academy has called BS on shows like Orange is the New Black in the past and since it has managed to get to the forefront of a number of categories so far, my question is, if it turned out the ballot sent out that the bear had been reclassified in a drama, how would the drama and comedy races be affected? Complete hypothetical here. So he's just asking, how would the bear do in drama? Yeah, I think it would do pretty well. I definitely think it would get in for... Uh, it, yeah, it, I think it could get into drama series because I don't know, like, I still had Nando in there. I'm like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's definitely a spot for drama series and I think it would get in for drama actor because we're talking about, like, Patty Constant yeah. on Diego Luna and Anthony Starr is like a last Hail Mary there. Yeah. So he I, I think win. it could get the same nominations it would get mm -hmm. in comedy. So. Um, I mean, Iowa Berry would have a tougher time in supporting actress in a drama. I think that category is pretty deep, but I, I still think she. But like, you know, if Sarah like moves to lead. Yeah. Which I think should happen. So if she moved to lead, I think it'd be a lot easier. But uh, yeah, I think it would actually do exactly the same. Uh, I think I think Jeremy would win drama actor, maybe. It would be the battle of the Jeremys. And I think it's possible he could win. I really could uh, in drama actor. I think he he could still, he's obviously, I mean, like among one of two people who probably wouldn't drama uh, comedy actor, you know, him and Jason remain like at the top. Um. I don't know. I think he would still do really well. And I think the show, I have it runner up now to Ted and comedy, because like we said, it was a stronger guild show and like people in the industry seem to like it maybe more slightly than Abbott as a show, even though I think the cast of Abbott is so beloved. Um, I don't think it would probably make the top three in drama if I was ranking them as a show. No, but it's like, I think like white Lotus would be above it. Yes. Um, I, I would last personally of us put be Better Call Saul above it. <laughs> so. And I think Last of Us would be above it too, but um, I think I think it would do pretty well. I don't think it like it. I just I, I do think that whatever category was classified, it would probably end up with almost the exact same amount of nominations this year based on how the field is broken. Yeah, and I guess like you would just be debating what it could win because I don't know. I also have it in second in comedy series and I think it's too dramatic to win right comedy series because they've shown that like they're fine nominating these um darker shows or dramedies or whatever or actual dramas um but for the winner they like their more uplifting and like haha -ha, like lighter stuff right so not a lot of laughs in the bear um some some laughs i think Avon laughs, like when the kids were drugged at the party yeah yeah Moss Magrag, i think his yeah. whole performance is pretty funny he's yeah no, it's it's um you know like there are light laughs in there but it's mostly traumatic like i it's it's not as funny as beef <laughs> right i thought beef was played for more laughs i think than yeah than, than so the bear. yeah like i think it, it could get into the drama categories i guess what he might also be asking is like do we think voters hold the runtime against it and i don't think they care <laughs> i mean this is a funny year because the let like for instance ted lasso this today, is 63 last, minutes this last episode of get ted out of lasso, here which aired today is longer than succession it was 63 minutes uh so the idea uh, to the point where i was like joyce does i assume uh Ted Lasso is not going to be able to compete in like 30 minute categories, right? In the yeah, there are some categories where it's um broken up by runtime. That like Mando has shifted between certain below the line categories. Mm -hmm. Um, because 
some of its episodes are like 45 and others are like 30. And I assume yeah. Ted Lasso will probably do the same this year. I don't know. So like it's not short. None of the episodes are no, short. No, like my my friend and I have a running joke because when she was watching the screen and she's like, these episodes are 48 minutes. So then every time I watch or like we watch episodes now, like when we watch screeners, I pull up a, an episode. I'm like, like last thing he told me is like 37 minutes. So I just like text the number and we just know what we're talking about. It's like, oh, it's shorter than Ted or it's longer than Ted. Very few shows longer than Ted. At this point, yeah, this one was really long this week. Uh, I'll tell you a show that's shorter, uh, that's a, a classic sitcom length choice is a uh, Bupkis, Pete Davidson. Your new fave. Are you predicting it anywhere? Not yet. I'll tell you what, though. I was close to, I, I, I thought, so I was like, man, Joe Pesci would be a great nominee. I don't I don't think he could get in uh, for, for supporting actor, but he's really just, you know what it is? It's, he's just doing Joe Pesci. He's basically playing himself. Uh, so if you like what Joe Pesci. What more do you need? I, I was looking at the category and I'm just like, he would be a supporting actor. He's not a guest actor. And that means he's in competition with my list is Brett Goldstein, Tyler James Williams, Henry Winkler, Harrison Ford, Nick Muhammad, Anthony Kerrigan, Chris Perfetti, and Tony Shalhoub. It's a tough list because like, I would probably dump Tony Shalhoub, even though I love Maisel, but I also want to put Reed Scott in. So maybe I would dump Nick Muhammad and Tony Shalhoub and put Joe Pesci and Reed Scott in eventually. I don't know. Um, it's, well, in terms of material, Nick has not had a lot of stuff. Not yet. So Nick and, then, Juno, Nick and Juno Temple have not had. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Rough. Um, uh, but they could just get in from inertia. Like people are just used to voting for them. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, are people going to watch Buckkiss? <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like, I mean, it's like, a, again, the peacock bias, but is this the year that Peacock breaks through? And I do think there will be a lot of noise around the show because Pete Davidson, who's like obviously super famous and then also like doing a goof about his own life. Edie Falco plays his mom, wonderful. Bobby Cannavale has a great guest, like a couple of scenes, amazing. They put Brad Garrett with Joe Pesci a lot. It's like really fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't I mean, Joe, it's, also, I it's also a late release. Yeah, it's, it's, but they're yeah. all at once. I was like, okay, maybe. I think all the episodes come out May 4th. I'm not even probably allowed to talk about it that much because I'm sure there's an embargo. But uh, um, prank caller, prank caller. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I don't... I have Peacock getting in to series, I think, right now for Poker Face. Right. Yeah, and I don't have it in for anything. for really. Natasha Leone. I have Natasha in. I don't have it in for series. I still have Wednesday. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but that's all I got, Joyce, on uh, on emails. So you can email us at, at Gold Derby at Slugfest at goldderby.com. The bear, comedy or drama. <laughs> I, I like, I, I think it'll get into the same categories they do in drama. I don't, yeah, I don't think they'll move it. I think, like, no, no, like, like the thing is, people are, are mad. I, I don't care where it is, it doesn't matter. Like, awards is not actually about merit like they're not they're just about strategy and promoting also, <laughs> i mean like you know there's no to me there in tone honestly there's little difference between the bear and like girls and even orange is new i mean they're all the same they're all these like shows that are comedies because they're shorter or just like not heavy dramas but like we know well, orange was longer and then they enacted the rule the runtime rule right to make an example out of orange because that was the one that appealed and they were like no you can't be in comedy but, but, um, like, but shame that, like successfully appealed yeah but i'm like we know succession is like funnier than all of these comedies oh yeah for sure yeah um, not a comedy but it's like succession should win both categories <laughs> yeah so, i mean it's a very funny show i laugh more at succession than i do most anything else so yeah um but yeah i don't care that the bear is in comedy it's just no. like they're being strategic about it and you know what no one is telling them no no like take it up with the wars bodies that are letting them compete in comedy <laughs> like, and i'm fine with the competing i am fine with the competing yeah comedy. like i don't care like they're not breaking any rules no. like if the television academy is gonna be like in two weeks oh you need to go in drama then okay right it'll be in drama but i don't care that it's in comedy and I don't really think it's going to win because it's going to be too heavy 
to win comedy. So, so before we sign off, then, uh, <laughs> you still think, do you have Ted Lasso winning then for comedy? Um, I still do. I haven't touched it. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I think what we were talking about last year, probably around this time about if Ted is beatable, I think it's more applicable this year than it was to last year because of the season thus far. And also the reception to it, even like this week, I think had a more positive reception to the episode, but, um, yeah, I don't know, but then it's like, I don't know what would beat it. Like, I, I don't, think it would be the bear even though it won these guilds and it's clearly beloved but i think they they would still go for something lighter but i don't know if it's gonna be abbott <laughs> i i kind of think i don't think you're wrong and i think at this point i think last season ted lasso was actually maybe more divisive than this season i don't think it's actually been that i think last season just had a the most divisive episode which we don't have that yet this and, season and like I mean, I think I really like this season, but the lengths are just like a like it's this like is interminable. <laughs> Sixty three minutes is a long time. Why? It felt like three episodes. It's like literally like three episodes, like kind of put together into one. And there are so many subplots going on that it's hard. You have to like have that length. Like I understand, like they expanded the the narrative arcs of so many characters while hilariously like making uh, Nick Muhammad and Juno Temple have almost not any part of it like juno temple in this last episode literally uh is like in the beginning like i have to go catch a flight and like leaves and like goes on to doing another adventure with her like you know her new her new romantic uh, partner jack uh her co-cfo or whatever right um and i'm just like okay sure but you know we have like all this other time for like uh uh, James Lance is great, and and uh, who else? Uh, the, the actor who plays Colin, uh, I really like Billy Harris. He's had a lot of good stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It just is is very long, but I think like the difference is like last year it didn't feel like there actually was an option for it to lose to, and this year I do think like Abbott is stronger than it was last year, and the Bear is still pretty formidable. So I I could see it losing, but I'm not going to predict it to lose. I, I think it's still kind of like the the field is not too dissimilar to last year. Like last year we had hacks and first season of Only Murders, mm -hmm. which we, you know, it did well nomination wise. It didn't win anything at the main show, but, um, you know, won three at Creative Arts and including Nathan Lane. So, um, but I think like right now, like we're not really... You know, there's like with, with like a new show, like there's like a hope that maybe it could be the one to do it. And then like only murder specifically, but it didn't do it last year. So I guess it's like hard to see it doing it now for season two. Um, taking down Ted, you know, um, I don't even know where I have it, probably like fourth or fifth. Right. Um, I don't think Barry's gonna do it, even though I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really see them going back to Mabel either um so then like you just have those those top three but i think they both also have like some red flags obviously with the bear the drama aspect and then with abbott i think you know it is very well liked um and it is light and an actual comedy um but i think it's going to need to show more uh craft support this year it's going to need like editing nominations um it it should get a directing nomination this year if it really wants to win you know yeah so i don't know if it could just rely on actor support which it, it definitely has right. um but yeah and then it kind of you know it lost things to the bear over the winter too so right. it's like but yeah i don't know i like i still have ted in there just because i don't know what else to put <laughs> and place. again it's like we're only halfway through the season if ted is like a lot of this early stages has been setting up what I imagine will be great payoffs in the final. Yeah. Season. Like the season is not horrific, but I've talked to a lot of people who like the show way more than I do. And like, they have issues with it. Yeah. So, um, and not just the length of episodes, it's just like kind of the story and then it's just like spending too much time with the wrong people. I um, have been disappointed. In, I guess I, I, like do really like it and I definitely sounds like I like it more than some of the other people who also like it who you spoke to.
but I will say like, I wish we were spending more time with Ted. Uh, that was one of the, that's one of my, like, you know, I like Ted Lasso and uh, I'd like to see more of him because he's not in it as much really. Yeah. Like my, one of my friends who, cause she watched the screener for today's episode, like earlier. And she yeah. was like, this episode is better, but it's still, and, and, and she's like, I think like a lot of casual fans will like it. Cause it, there's a lot of like the bike riding scene or whatever, like it's like nice and sweet. Yeah. But it's still like not focusing on the people we want to see more of, like um Keely <laughs> yeah. and Ted. Yeah. And then she also has issues with Rebecca's arc so far. So Rebecca's arc is confusing a little bit to me, I have to say. Uh, but I guess we'll see. I, I I'm curious to see how that pays off. Uh Joyce, this was so fun. Uh, we'll be back next week. What do we want to talk about next week? I guess we'll figure it out. Um, next week, what is? Oh, next week, Love and Death premieres. Ooh, nice. When are your? Um, it was. I don't know if I call it like my fave, but like I, I enjoyed it, and uh, Lizzie is great as usual. Right. Um, Tom Palfrey kind of steals the show. <laughs> right. Um. Oh, we didn't even talk about um. Dead Ringers, which comes out this week, and The Diplomat, which is tomorrow slash today. I say, haven't, haven't seen either one of them yet i watched the diplomat and um you know what it reminds me of like uh an abc sundays at 10 drama like from 12 years ago it's just like like fast-paced fun kind of like a shauna land type of vibe that's what it looks like there yeah it's like it's like a solid like b plus show and carrie is great carrie russell so I don't know if it's like really an Emmys thing, but it's totally watchable. It's kind of like the Night Agent. Seems that's a, it seemed like a Night Agent. Yeah, Night Agent. Like... I described to my friend as like uh, an NBC at ten show from twelve years ago. So this is ABC. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, can't wait. All right, Joyce. Talk, we'll talk to you later. Uh, see ya. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby.